Hello, 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 and welcome, my friends. You are listening to Moving Into Light. I'm Lisa Renee, the podcast host, and I am so grateful to have you joining me on the journey today. It is early, very early. Friday morning, Friday, August 19th, I have a candle lit. I'm in my quiet office. I had to put my cat out the door um, because she was going bonkers today. I have a cup of coffee and I'm just settling in. If you are new here to this podcast, welcome. This is my space to share the tips and the tools and the things I do to help my friends, my family, my clients move into light and away from darkness. And if you are a returning listener, thanks so much for coming back. It's awesome to be in this space today. It's awesome to be sitting here recording this and just settling in. Um, If you listened to last week's podcast, I had just returned from a trip to Germany. I had some crazy experiences, some very significant kind of revelations to me and to things about our energy body. So if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, I invite you to, to back up an episode and give that a listen. But today I find myself in a much calmer, steadier space. I've been on the property, back on the property for a week and a half. And I want to share with you today what I've been doing because it feels so good to be settled and to feel back in my calm space and back into my own knowingness. So before I begin talking today about today's topic, I would like to invite you to find a quiet space. Maybe just gently close your eyes, let your eyelids fall. Maybe let your body come into a state of relaxation. Maybe feel your toes touching the ground, the floor. Wherever you are, let your body feel. Let your skin touch. And I say that meaning let the backs of your legs, if you're sitting in a chair, let the backs of your legs feel the chair. Using all of your senses, let's take a deep breath. And let it go. Feel your lungs expand. This time, as you're taking that deep breath in, see what you smell. And release. Now I invite you to take a look around the space in which you are sitting or standing or working or driving. What do you see? Really look deeply. Be mindful of what are you looking at? What do you witness around you? What does the light look like coming through the windows? Maybe what's hanging on your walls. We often just hang things on our walls to fill space and then we forget about them. Nice. What do you hear? For me, I hear my air conditioned humming. And I have a candle that's making a little bit of noise, but otherwise my room is pretty silent right now. What do you hear? By using and engaging our senses, we're getting into a very mindful state. I have been a student of mindfulness for, gosh, 15 years now. And becoming fully present and using the senses is a big part of my day. It's a big part of the way in which I ground myself. I come into my body. I ward off anxiety. 
And I have discovered in the past few weeks a way to take that up a notch. And so that's what I'm going to share with you today. But before we do that, I would like to begin today's podcast with a small invite to our guides on the other side. So if you can join me in getting still, closing your eyes just a bit, maybe bringing your hands together in prayer, or maybe crossing your legs and straightening your spine and sitting up tall. This is the prayer I say to myself several times a day, and I know I've shared it before, but I feel compelled to share it again. Masters, teachers, loved ones, Mother Earth and Father Sky, I ask that you help me to bless this day, (coughs) bless the people with whom I come into contact, bless the space in which I spend my days, allow me to discover and rediscover the strength and the courage to do the things I am on this planet to do. Guide me to create when I need something and to be still when I do not. Teach me again and again to embrace the learnings, the silences, and the struggles. Keep me in grace, protect me always, and remind me how much I am loved. And so it is. Amen. I don't know about you, but I needed a moment this morning just to settle in. And I think there's nothing better than a short prayer or a short meditation, a grounding, something that gets us very present. And (laughs) if you listen to last week's episode, You could tell, I'm sure, that I was shaken. I was a little ungrounded. I was feeling, um, I was feeling some extreme effects from traveling abroad. And I travel a lot, but this one really kind of hit home. It really shook me a little bit. So I welcomed the chance to process on the podcast a little bit last week. And today, feeling much more grounded, I have this thing that I want to share with you. I have been diving into some books about forest bathing, wild churches, forest churches, and truly connecting with nature, finding our spiritual connection through mindful presence outside. And that's basically what I've been really throwing myself into these past couple of weeks, almost a month now. And I feel like I should share it with you. Um, There's a short poem by John Muir. And it goes like this. Climb the mountains and get their good tidings. Nature's peace will flow into you as sunshine flows into trees. The winds will blow their own freshness into you. And the storms their energy. While cares will drop away like the leaves of autumn. There was an American journalist, Richard Louvre, and he coined a very useful term, um, nature deficit disorder. And this term, nature deficit disorder, describes a wide variety of concerns. Um, Today's young people do not access nature, and it impacts us as a society tremendously. 
he also dives into with the idea of nature deficit disorder that adults have a wide range of issues that can stem from this mental health issues um, lowered immune systems lack of creative processes lack of well-being all of these things come when people are stuck inside and the remedy is pretty simple as you can imagine the remedy is simply to get outside and um, there is an Instagram group that I've been following a thousand days of outside. Um, and it's really about getting our children back into nature, getting ourselves back into nature, connecting with the grass, the trees, the soil, the leaves, the plants, the environment, the wind, the ocean, the sand, the air, the sky. And I have been very, very intentional this past month about going outside and just being outside. And it doesn't take a lot for me. It means when I go out at 7 a.m. to walk the dog for that first walk of the day, I add an extra 10 minutes on that walk outside and I take some really slow, deep breaths. I take a few moments and just stare at the sky. I look at the clouds. I tune into the energy of the trees. And had someone said to me 20, 30 years ago that this would be where I would be in my later years, um, as as an adult, a mindful adult, I would have laughed because I didn't put a lot of stock or energy into any of those things. But as a young child, up till probably age 10 or 12, struggling with a little cold in case you can't tell. Um, Up to 10 or 12, I used to love to be outside. I used to love to sit under a tree and read a book because that felt so comforting to me, to be surrounded by nature. Um, I didn't mind being barefoot. I didn't mind just sitting on the ground in the grass. I can remember days where I would lay in the grass and read a book for hours on end. And that kind of interaction brought so much goodness, so much peace, so much calm into my actual soul. And I know that there are some of you out there who are listening to this that will feel it as well. You will understand and you will know exactly what I'm talking about. But as an adult, I've had to, um, I've had to return to this knowing in a different way. I've had to spend some time studying and researching and reading about the idea of forest bathing and mindful being for being outside. And I have such a sense of calm and peace. And it's really propelling me. This whole idea of connecting to God energy, to spirit energy through nature is just propelling me forward. I want everyone to feel what I feel when I'm outside right now. Along with the way I'm feeling, you know, maybe this is common sense to you. Maybe these are things that you know. But I have discovered a whole host of benefits, physical benefits from being outside in nature. Some are small. Some are huge. We lower our stress levels. We reduce our blood pressure. We can improve our cardiovascular and our metabolic health. It improves our concentration. It improves our memory. It can lift depression. 
it can being in nature can improve our pain threshold. It can raise our energy levels. It can boost our immune system. I just posted this list on my Facebook page the other day because I felt so strongly that these benefits are so incredible. Why aren't we taking advantage of it? Nature is free. My healing sanctuary is in the mountains of West Virginia. All I have to do is walk outside and I am in a healing space. I can connect. I can go sit under the trees. I can lay in the grass. I can watch my plants. I can watch my garden. I can, you know, enjoy sitting on my porch and watching these kittens play. I've got a whole host of kittens right now. If anyone needs a kitten. And just watching and absorbing and being in nature and being mindful is healing me right now. And I feel like I'm in the middle of an intense healing experience. And that is simply because I have devoted the time and energy to really being mindful in nature. And it's been a big part of my journey this past month. And so I felt really compelled to, to share with you. And, you know, the interesting thing about this for me is that spirit gave us this. Spirit gave us nature. If we look into the Bible, we see evidence consistently of how human beings were sent into nature to heal. Spend 40 days in the desert alone. Spend 40 days up the mountain. Go out for several years and um, live in the forest or live in the deserts. Or God was continually sending people out into nature, right? Go back into nature, go into the forest, into the desert. And it's what we need. It's what our bodies require to help and to heal and to um, bring us back into this grounded state. There is, a, there is some, um, some studies going on in Japan right now. So forest bathing comes from Japan, right? And there's also some documentation from, Jap- from Japan, the Japanese have been studying this, that people have been dying from overworking in Japan, accumulating between 80 and 100 hours of extra overtime in the course of a month. And what they're not doing is getting outside and back into nature. And that kind of living in Japan has always been a thing bringing nature indoors, living indoors and outdoors, having very thin walls and doors so that you can hear the nature from inside. And they have moved away from that and into these big cities with these long, incredible work weeks and work days, and they've moved away from what they know to be true. And so forest bathing has become a thing in Japan as a healing modality to people who are overworked. There's this study in Sweden that I was just reading about where doctors are now beginning to actually prescribe going outside as part of a um, protocol for people to heal. And isn't it strange that we are living in a society that has to prescribe going outside? Um, It's doctors in Scotland, actually, not Sweden. And they're... They're proving again and again and again that nature can be the answer. The, um, 
the doctors in Scotland, yeah, they're pres- prescribing go out into nature. And um, there is a program in the UK right now that comes with a year-long calendar of outdoor recommendations. And the evidence of all of this, the benefits of ma- nature on our mental health and our physical health are so huge. I don't know. I don't know why we're spending our days inside, except that we have to work and we have this idea of what we want life to look like. And the idea is to continue to work and, and to work hard and to, um, you know, add more onto our plate. I've been spending a lot of time around this issue, as you can tell, and I feel really passionately about it. One of the other things that I really feel passionately about right now is getting kids outside. There are kids who spend maybe an hour or two hours outside a week. I don't know about you. I know when I was a child in the 70s, that may seem like a ton of years ago to some of you, I spent a lot of time outside. I would get home from school and put on play clothes and go outside until dinner time every day because I'd been cooped up in school all day. And, um, you know, getting outside, allowing our kids to just get outside and be. And my four-year-old has been a little frustrated with me because um, I just scoop him up and say, okay, it's outside time. And he says, what am I supposed to do? He doesn't do this anymore. But a while ago, what am I going to do? You've got some trucks outside. You've got the grass. You've got the stream on the property. Just play. And he's gotten really good over the past few months at just being. Sometimes I look up and he's on his swing set. Sometimes he's pushing his bike around the yard. He's got a wagon. He's filling with dirt. What is he doing? He's learning to occupy himself. He's learning to entertain himself outside in nature, free from his iPad or the TV. But he's also smack in the middle of nature. He's listening to the stream. He's feeling the breeze. He's in the sunlight for extra vitamin D. He's got his his feet in the grass. And all of these things are boosting those feel-good chemicals in his body and reducing his stress and anxiety levels. I would highly encourage you to get outside. I would highly encourage you to make it intentional that you go outside, not sit outside with your phone, not go outside and watch a movie on your um, porch television, but go outside and really walk. Mindful walking, find a place where you can go hiking. Um, even if it's just getting outside, maybe you live in a big city, maybe you, you really have to be intentional about your green space. Get to the park, right? On Saturdays and Sundays, make sure that you get out of the city and you get into nature. Allow your soul to be revitalized. Spirit gave us nature to heal us. I mean, spirit gave us nature for a whole ton of reasons. But nature is healing. And being in near the water, for some of you, it's the beach. You feel that when you get to the beach. You get to the ocean, you put your feet in the sand, and you take a deep breath and you let go. Maybe it's because you're on vacation. But maybe it's also because you are connecting with the divine force of this planet. And there's a lot to this. I have been spending a lot of time lately outdoors because I'm gardening, um, because I have chickens and I have cats and I have animals and I have eight acres to tend to. 
but it's really a matter of just the feeling that comes over me from being outside. And it feels amazing to just take a breath and be outside. Um, I have a couple of books that I want to share. One is Wild Church, Church of the Wild. I messed up the name on that one. I'll link it in the show notes. And another one is Forest Church, A Field Guide to a Spiritual Connection with Nature by Bruce Stanley. And then Forest Bathing, How Trees Can Help You Find Mental Health and Happiness. And this is by Dr. King, King Lee. Um, and I may not be pronouncing that right. I'll link these three books in the show notes. Just to give you a little, a little something to begin, if this is a new idea to you, if this is a new line of thinking, there's just so much in nature that can help and heal us. And I would love to just encourage you to, to begin. Find a place where you're comfortable in nature and just begin. Begin looking at new ways of breathing, new ways of, um, of taking in the outdoors. Yes. The other book I was talking about is The Church of the Wild, and it's by Victoria Lors. And um, no matter what we try to do, we, we can become our best selves by actually sitting in nature. We can try all we want to make money, to build a career, to do all of these things, but ultimately our health and our mental well-being have to come first. There's a quote by Sharon Blackie that I'd like to share. It's from the book, If Women Rose Rooted. We are not separate from this earth. We are a part of it. Whether we fully feel it in our bodies yet or not. I think that pretty much explains it all. We are not separate from Mother Earth. We are just an extension of the planet, and we often don't feel that. We feel like the planet is just this ball, this, this planet, this earth that's doing its thing while we're doing our thing. And the truth is, we are so connected. Just like all people are connected, we are, all people are connected to this planet. And trying to keep our spirituality or our love of nature separate can lead us to unrest and ultimately to burnout. We have to be connected. Our spirituality is not separate of, the, of nature. It just isn't. And when we sever that spirituality from the rest of the living world, from what's alive, there are consequences. And so um, I'm just inviting you to go outside, to be outside. <laughs> there's, a, there's a quote from Andreas Weber. Earth is currently suffering from a shortage of love. Of course she is. Mother Earth is feeling unloved and untaken care of and unprotected. And we have to fix that. Earth is a living being, a creative being, a protective being. And we do nothing to protect Earth. And we're all interconnected. Um, there is a quote on the Church of the, of the Wild book, Instagram. 
I've heard people say that earth doesn't need humans for her wholeness. And without humans, earth would be just fine, thank you. I get it. But we are part of earth, and our stubborn attempts to disconnect have led to an unraveling that affects not just the parts, the species, the extinction, habitat destruction, wars, and oppression, but the whole. There must be an essential role that humans play in the whole system's healing as well. We are deeply interconnected with a world yearning to be whole again. And we have a role to play in the healing of our planet. I don't know what your role feels like to you. Um, but for me, I believe that my role right now is to bring people back to the earth, back to nature. On September 11th at the Sylvan Well, we are hosting a mindful gathering. And I am so excited for this event. If you are listening to this and you are nearby to my location, which is Huttonsville at the Sylvan Well, I would invite you to come out on September 11th. The full moon is this is the 10th, is the day before. So we're still in that full moon energy. And we are inviting people onto the property at 6.30 p.m. And we are inviting you to bring a blanket, a yoga mat, folding chairs, whatever you feel comfortable with. And we'll do some short poems and some readings at 6.30. We're going to have two bonfires going and the lights will be up um, around the property. And we are going to invite people to gather mindfully, quietly. Um, and then after the readings, find a quiet spot to just be present. You can lay down, you can find a chair, you can sit by the stream, you know, sit by the fire. We invite you to watch the sunset to listen to the birds, to watch the fireflies come out for the evening. Um, although they may be, fireflies may be almost a thing of the past. And just be still on the property. Be mindful. What do you hear using your five senses? What do you see? What can you witness? And it's going to be such a beautiful gathering because we're gathering with the intent of connecting to Mother Earth. There's no agenda except allowing people a space in which to be still. Just for an hour and a half, and at 8 o'clock, we will just thank everyone for coming and, and send you on your way. So if you do live in the Huttonsville area, and I know this is a long shot, I know I have listeners all over the planet, which is amazing, um, but our mindful gathering, we're hoping to make that a monthly thing so that people can come and find stillness and be still on the property and just be present and mindful. So that's one of the ways right now for me that I feel like I can help people find their way back into nature. And I'm just super excited about that. I'm going to have two days in October that are, going to, that are going to be mindful days on the property where one is for children, one is for adults, where you can come and Use your five senses and we'll have some activities and some things to really um, activate the senses and get everyone settled into a mindful state and then just allow everyone to kind of be. And so those, those dates will be up on the website soon. But this whole idea of getting into nature is just warming me. It's warming my soul. It's making me feel like, yes, that's what this 
this property is for, this healing sanctuary that I'm creating. That's what this is for, people to come and be still and be mindful. If you know me, you know I have a one tattoo, and it's the, the, the symbol for mindfulness. And I got it in 2008. I love it. Some of my kids are totally tatted up. I'm not. Um, but I love having this single reminder that is a really good notice for me. It's a, it's a sign. It's a symbol for me to really get still and come back into my body, be mindful, be present. And doing that activity of being mindful and present in nature has just opened so much of my soul. So I guess you get the idea of what I want to what what I want to talk about today. What I want you to do, I want you to take it on as your mission to get outside more, to connect with nature. Maybe, you know, you spend a half an hour on the treadmill every day working out. Maybe you shift that and go hiking a couple times a week, and you get outside for your walk or your hike. You know, yoga is something that is beautiful to do outside. You don't have to do the things you do inside. You can take them outside and get into nature more and really feel your way into this different kind of connection. The health benefits are extreme. They're not minor. They are major. And taking it outside feels really good. And I know it's fall or it's almost fall. And here in West Virginia, it definitely feels like fall. It was 51 degrees this morning. And we've had these chilly nights where if we want to be outside after about 5.30 or 6, we need a hoodie. You've got to go get a sweatshirt or some pants because it's getting really chilly. And maybe this is just a, a short little blip and we'll go back to hot summer days for a few weeks. But right now it's feeling very much like fall. And it doesn't matter the season. Um, there are forest bathers who even in the middle of winter will bundle up and go outside and connect. Because the earth is just as beautiful and is open to us just as much in all four of the seasons. And so I'm going to invite you, I'm going to actually challenge you to spend more time outside these next few months and see how your body feels. See if you don't feel more calibrated. See if you feel calmer. See if being outside more can really impact your mental health your depression levels, your immune system, all of it. I'd invite you to keep a diary or a journal and just just give yourself a challenge of really incorporating being outside in nature into your everyday life and see how you feel. And I am just about finished with my morning coffee today. And so thank you for sharing this time with me because... I believe that as human beings, we are guided. We're guided by spirit. We're guided to the information that we need, the knowledge that we are ready to acclimate to. It all comes in divine timing. And so if this podcast is resonating with you in such a way that says, yes, I need more outside time, then go outside. Take this as your nudge to... Reconnect with nature and allow nature to be your healer because there's truth in that. There's so much truth in connecting with Mother Earth and the planet. And if it sounds corny to you, if it sounds like a new way of thinking, 
just try it on for size. Just dip your toe in it. Just take your shoes off, go outside in your grass and stand there in the sunshine for five minutes and take some deep breaths and really see if you don't feel calmer. See how your body reacts. In fact, the truth is I've never heard anybody say that they don't feel better being outside. So. All right. I'm going to end today's podcast with a series of four questions. I'm going to pose the four questions to you. But I pose these four questions to spirit a couple of times a day. My word for 2022 has been surrender. And if you know me, I can be kind of high strung. I'm not really good at surrendering, but I've gotten so much better at it. And one of the things that has helped is having these four questions on the wall above my desk. So I'm going to invite you to take a deep breath and let it all go. And these are the questions that I ask to spirit every morning and usually a couple of times throughout the day. And you can reframe it in your own mind and ask yourself. Ask your higher self. Connect with spirit. See what comes through. Where would you have me go today? What would you have me do today? What would you have me say? And to whom? And I have gotten to where I pose those four questions to my guides, to my masters, teachers, loved ones on the other side. Every morning when I'm out walking the dog, I take a moment outside in nature. I take a deep breath and I ask, where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say and to whom? Because in that moment, I'm surrendering my own desires for the day and I'm asking for insight. And when we can ask for insight, it's humbling because we're reminded that we don't know everything. That there is and there are answers way beyond our knowing. And we can tap into those answers. So I invite you to ask the questions and connect with nature, connect with spirit, find your way into that, that peaceful zone of divine connection. That's all I've got for you today. That's where my journey is right now. I'm really focusing on nature and being outside and connecting to spirit. Again, if you're in the Huttonsville, West Virginia area, come to the Sylvan Well on September 11th at 630. Get outside to be mindful. Gather, bring a chair, bring a mat, a blanket. Connect with nature and be still. I'd love to have you join us. And if you're not nearby, which I know many of you are not, just take some time and go outside. Sit outside for your lunch hour. Take a walk. Breathe deeply. Use all of your senses. Engage your body in nature. And see if you don't feel better. All right. I'm going to close this up for today. I hope you have a beautiful week ahead. Whenever you're listening to this, I know it will be the divine, divinely right time for you to listen. 
And if it resonates, please subscribe, please share it, offer it to a friend who might benefit from hearing the podcast as well. Thank you so much. You can find more about me at lisa-renee.com and the property, our healing sanctuary at thesylvanwell.com. I'll link it all in the show notes and know that I'm sending you many blessings for a beautiful day and a beautiful week ahead. Thanks for listening.